I know I told Brother Greg Matthew, but you can read from both of them, Matthew 2 and Luke 2. And you can read what we call the story of Christ being born. And uh, let's just read a little bit here this morning in Luke chapter 2. And I promise you, if you'll let the Lord put something in your heart, He will. As we sang the song this morning about make room in your heart, just because you've been born again doesn't mean that the Lord's not attempting to broaden the borders of your heart to put more of Himself in. It's more of Christ that we need. Most Christians think, well, I've got Christ and now I need other stuff. No, you need more of Him. That's what we need, more of Him. So let's read this morning in Luke chapter 2 this wonderful story of this, really this story which is representative of this time of year that we celebrate. We don't know exactly what day Jesus was born on. We just choose a day to celebrate His coming to be born of a virgin. But we don't really know exactly what day it was. We don't worship days, weeks, months. We worship Jesus. That's who we worship. Luke chapter 2 verse 1, And it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. Boy, it seems like tax is always there, isn't it? And this taxing was first made when Cyrenius was governor of Syria. And all went to be taxed, every one into his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David. Now, if you've not ever heard this, hear it this morning. Jesus called himself the bread of life, the bread that came from heaven. Most of us know this, but we'll be reminded, and those that don't, maybe you'll always remember it. Bethlehem means house of bread. That's its meaning. And Jesus, being the bread of life, was birthed of a virgin in the house of bread. The house of Bethlehem. The house promised by the prophet Micah in chapter 5 verse 2. The place, the very place that Jesus would be born. See, we're back to that, what our God, the only God does. He tells us what He's going to do, where He's going to do it, how He's going to do it, and even when He's going to do it. All other gods that are not gods, that are only evil spirits influenced by the unbelieving hearts of men, they can't do that. They cannot declare the end from the beginning. Only the Creator can do that. Verse 5, to be taxed. They came to be taxed with Mary, or Joseph did, his espoused wife being great with child. And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. As she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. Such a prophetic story 
the birth of Jesus, even the picture of his life, there would be very few people who would make room for Christ in their hearts. It's true, Jesus said it. There will be few that find this way of life. Most will be on the road that leads to destruction and they'll think they're going somewhere, but they won't make it. He says, but there will be a few, a few that find this way of life and it being him and what he did at Calvary. Verse 8, and there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. To them, just another night. Just like the man been crippled for 40 years laying at the gate called beautiful, just another day. But suddenly, <laughs> suddenly God would do something. Just like the moment you were born again, just a day that you were going through, but suddenly you heard the gospel or you remembered the gospel you'd heard and you believed it. That was God. Moving in your life. Verse 9. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. These shepherds abiding in the field, tending to their flocks. The Bible says that the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them. And they were so afraid. And here, let us be reminded that if there's going to be any experience of the glory of the Lord, it will involve Christ. Or it is not the glory of the Lord. The glory is not a feeling. The glory is not an emotion. The brightness of God's glory is Jesus Christ himself. Hebrews 1 and 3 tell us that. Verse 10, and the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. Reminds me of what Titus wrote in the New Testament, how that God's grace, the grace that brings salvation, has appeared to all men. All men. What God's offering, he's offering to all men. Not a few. There will be few that receive it, but he's offering it to all. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. Do you ever put yourself in the shepherd's place in your imagination and just imagine that? Man, you just tending to your stanky old sheep. And it's just another night until it turns into more than just another night. A night that would be written about and more than likely this portion of Scripture quoted now all over this country this morning. No matter to what degree the people believe this is being read. This night was written about because God entered into humanity. And it's not that Jesus had never been 
to the earth before. It's not like he wasn't the one that Abraham dealt with and Moses dealt with. And it's not like he wasn't the one that walked with Adam in the cool of the day. But now he comes for redemption purpose himself, to be the redemption of man that he had prophesied through the prophets about all the years prior. You see, Jesus said the scriptures are about him. And it was his voice the prophets heard. For he is the word of the Lord. Let's read verse 11 again. It's so beautiful. For unto you is born this day. That had to be so powerful. Something they were expecting. Are you expecting the Lord to come for you? Are you hoping he comes today? Are you hoping this will be the day of the Lord? That you meet him in the clouds? That you don't have to, that you don't want to make it through Christmas first, <laughs> but you want to meet him today. I hope he comes before we finish this passage. Come quickly, Lord Jesus. Unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. This will be what you're looking for, fellas. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. For those of you who've never heard, the manger is just an old feed trough for animals. And what did you tell me the other day? Something about, something about the one who would feed the nations was in a feed trough. Think about that. Is he feeding you today? Are you eating his flesh and drinking his blood today? Mm. It's the sign. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, what a sight to see. Now, you see, we're still living under the Old Testament in this story. We're still living under the Old Covenant. Remember, Jesus was born of a woman under the law. We're still in the Old Covenant, even though Jesus is born. This is why you've got angels singing in heaven. Various ways and in diverse manners, God was still speaking to these men about his son. Mm. And suddenly there was with the angel, the angel, remember it was the angel of the Lord, a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. Hmm. See, this is what Christ would bring that men couldn't have without. You can't have that without Jesus. And it came to pass as the angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said one to another, Let us now go even unto Bethlehem and see this thing which is come to pass, which the Lord has made known unto us. Are you searching for what the Lord has made known unto you? 
And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning this child. Let, let me read that again. It's, it's the missionary work began. Amen. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all they that heard it wondered at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told unto them. Man, can I ask us all this morning, are we still glorifying and praising God for all the things he's showing us today about Jesus? I hope you wake up every morning praising the Lord Jesus Christ. I hope the goodness of God rises above all the troubles you have each day. Hmm. Verse 21, And when eight days were accomplished for the circumcising of the child, his name was called Jesus, which was so named of the angel before he was conceived in the womb. His name was even given by an angel. And when the days of her purification, according to the law of Moses, were accomplished, they brought him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every male that opens the womb shall be called holy to the Lord. And to offer a sacrifice according to that which is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. I can't, I can't help but think about the dove that came symbolic and landed on Jesus when John the Baptist was baptizing him in the River Jordan. And the Holy Spirit rested upon him in the sign of a dove. The thing that had to be offered in the Old Testament, that or two young pigeons, every time a male child was born. That pointed to the male child that would be the Savior one day. I also can't help but remember after the the flood of Noah, how Noah sent a raven out, but the raven didn't come back. And it flew around. The raven just flew around until the waters receded. But the dove that he sent out came back. Waters are still there. He sent the dove again, and the dove came back with an olive branch in his mouth representing that nation of Israel, the one the Bible calls the natural olive branch. And then that dove would be seen resting on Christ Jesus, who is the Savior of Israel, and the light to us Gentiles. Hallelujah. Aren't you excited about that? Mm. Aren't you excited to be saved. 
I hope this morning that your salvation is, is to you the greatest priority that you have to tend to. It's not that you're working to be saved, but because you are saved, you're tending to that. You're tending to that. It's more than your family. It's more than your Christmas gifts. Thank God for all the blessings that we have. But all of them put together cannot compare to the glory of the one who gives them to us. And my prayer for you and my own self this year is that Christmas will be more special than it's ever been because we have a greater revelation of what it really means, what it really stands for. For we believe in a God who became man to save us from our own sin. We believe in a God who had to become man and be born of a virgin so he could live untainted from the sin nature, to be without sin the perfect spotless Lamb of God to take our sin away. The only offering made for men to be able to go to heaven is the Lamb. The only power that men have access to is the power of the Lamb. There is no other power that comes from God other than that which comes through the one who was born of a virgin, my friends. And as many people today do not believe in the virgin birth of Jesus, they cannot go to heaven unless they do. Makes no difference what they do with the cross. If he's not virgin born, the cross was nothing. The virgin birth was a necessity so the cross could be what it is. The cross that we preach, the cross that Jesus died on, Jesus dying for us, the Bible says is the power of God. But it's non-existent without a virgin birth. And that's your answer to those who don't believe in the virgin birth. Because if they don't, they don't serve the same God we serve. Amen? We're going to have a word of prayer.